0: So maybe I'm curious to skew on this point after you're doing BTD. Sometimes students figure out that they have the culture of publish or perish sometimes. And, uh, and I asked Josh Ponger about that, and he said, because he I think you have the same ideas about uh, new ideas, and he said you can do both unorthodox ideas and also doing publish uh, frequently. How do you see this culture affecting you? Do you think you're affected by it, or you're okay with this kind of publish or perish? You have to publish constantly? and get funding. So there's also a lot of pressure in you. I don't know how you uh, respond to this culture in your work life.
1: Yes. Um, yeah, there's definitely pressure there. Also with respect to promotion, um, you, you have to publish and high impact and get funding as well, which is very important. Um, I think I, um, maybe regarding publishing, I, I would agree with Josh. It, it's really, I mean, you want to work on exciting things, right? Um, so you want to push for these really exciting and new ideas that might not work out. But it, I think this is a there's a balance here, right? You want to um, you have kind of portfolio that you want to publish, and it of course, this depends on your research stage um, because you want to have some kind of iterative. Uh, publications that is based on some previous work that you've done. You want to publish some preliminary results, maybe in smaller conferences, just to get the word out. To be able to go to the conference, so you get an acceptance. Sometimes it's just like strategic to go there to meet more people. Um, but you also want to push for the big ones because if you if you just do something which is the next logic step, right? Um, you you go the path of least resistance and over time you have this kind of downward spiral and you always publish in, this, in the same three journals and you know exactly how the introduction looks like, the literature review, you, you know exactly how to write it. You should push yourself, right? Um, you should think about writing papers in a philosophy journal. You want to push uh, and write something in a chemistry journal, right? When, when If you don't work in chemistry. Um, so it's it's really making sure that you, yes, think the big picture as well, right? As a PhD, it, it's not always easy, right? Because you're stuck in this very specific topic. And it's a little bit the role of the supervisor to bully up every once in a while and say, okay, what is the big vision here? Where where do you want to be in 10 years, in five years, right? Um, what are the next steps to go in this direction? So it, it's a mixture of both. And of course, if you have... Um, you you can do a lot of things as, as especially as a young um let's say if you start as a system professor, right? If you build up your group, um so the more people you have in your group, the more you will publish automatically almost, right? Because every PhD you have they will publish. Um a paper a year or more, this depends or, or none. But on average you always have this kind of uh numbers there and, and then you're fine and then you can think about these really, really big pictures. The problem is a PhD it's a little bit different right um, you have to think a bit more strategic and say okay what do I need to, to get a job and I think you mentioned that before uh, to apply for um, schools or for, for, for jobs or for yeah, summer schools I think what you should do is you shouldn't start when you're finished with your PhD but you should start in, in the middle of your PhD reaching out to people start writing proposals with them, for example, uh, coming up with ideas. And, And your supervisor can help you with that and should actually help you with that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah.